Before we get into today's podcast, I just want to tell all the Canadian listeners and viewers out there about Maple Wi-Fi. Now, internet on the road, if you're living in a van or even if you're living in rural Canada, is a problem. The three big cell providers here just absolutely are so expensive and the unlimited internet they provide is absolute trash once it gets throttled. I think Canada is up there in one of the worst countries in the world for cost and and uh, data speeds. So Maple Wi-Fi is a solution that I found when I was living in my van that worked wonders. It's this little tiny device here and it holds a charge for up to 24 hours. So it's nice and portable, you can bring it with you and it doesn't require a bunch of hardware to be either be installed on your van or to be set up like Starlink does. And it doesn't have to stow away and have space to be able to be uh, stored. It's just this small, tiny little device. So I was able to actually get rid of my data plans, which worked out to about the same cost as unlimited high-speed internet. The way this works is you can connect to any network available from any provider within Canada, Rogers, Telus, Bell, Freedom, anything that's available. And so you can kind of optimize for your location and, and figure out the best speeds. And the other way that it works is Maple Wi-Fi provides a AT&T unlimited international roaming plan through this and so that is how they circumnavigate the throttling that happens for Canadian providers. So if you're interested in getting the best internet, portable internet device within Canada, I believe, you can check out the link in the description. It's an affiliate link, so we get a small cut direct from Maple Wi-Fi. It's no extra cost to you, and it goes a long way to support this show. So if you're interested, check out the link in the description. Thanks for watching and listening to this podcast, and now let's get into today's episode. Hi everybody, my name is Forrest Stevens, and today I am talking about how you go full-time on YouTube in under a year. Now for those of you that are watching this on YouTube right now, just to let you know this is also being made into a podcast. Listen on your favorite platform, link in the description for that. Enough of that, let's just get into it. Step one is come up with an idea. And the idea needs to be a plan. It needs to be well executed. I'm going to give you some, some tips further on about how you actually market those videos. But before you have a video, you have to come up with an idea. For instance, this channel right here, when I first created it, I had no idea what I was doing. I knew that no matter what I wanted to do, if it was film or if it was music, I would have a better chance at being able to accomplish those goals if I already had an audience around me. So all I did was I created whatever I wanted to do. First thing I uploaded was a music video. I soon then started to make a stream of consciousness talk show with myself. Now the problem with that is nobody wants to watch somebody like me talk for 10 minutes like I'm doing right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get back into talking about an idea, but first I'm gonna give you the building blocks, the structures of what makes things work here on YouTube. And those three things, entertainment, education, and relationships. Now it's really tough to build a big audience and you need a slightly big audience to be able to go full time uh, just on relationships. So that would be actually introducing people into your life. A lot of people do that through vlogging um, and, and making them feel emotionally connected to you in some way. A great example of this is actually Shaytards. Um, he started a vlog based around his weight loss. So people that watched him 
would have this kind of connection. They'd see him accomplishing his goals and they would uh, encourage that. You know, it's a positive thing. And typically, you know, it works very well to bring people positive stuff. The second one is education. This is the one that I use to build an audience. The first video that did marginally better than any of my other videos was a how to build a bed frame for a minivan. I was providing direct educational video through a tutorial format of how to do something. You don't have to be that literal in providing education. If you actually, one thing that I love to look at and, and talk to people about is Rhett and Link's Good Mythical Morning. You might think that it's solely entertainment and relationship, but that's not really true. They're providing education because what they do is they ask a question in their beginning of their video and in their title, will this deep fry? Uh, it's a silly question, but it still asks a question and they provide an answer. It's not information or it's not educational in a sense that you're gonna use what you've learned in your day to day or even to accomplish some kind of goals, but they're still providing an educational video of sorts. Of course, it's very entertaining as well. And that leads into the third one or the first one that I talked about, entertainment. This can be done through comedy sketches, um, pretty much a lot of the things that you see that do well on YouTube are entertainment based. Even watching people play video games. Um, it's all about entertainment. Now by using those first two, using an entertainment format and an educational format, maybe finding your own blend of that so it's not some dry education, um, it's not some purely entertainment that you know, isn't going to get picked up, isn't gonna get traction from anything. If by mixing those two, you start to form a bond organically with your audience and your audience comes back because they know what you provide and that builds the third one, which is relationship. Now, what should your idea be? Somebody who becomes huge on YouTube every other day because they fall into this niche that suddenly explodes for whatever reason. What you do need to do to make content in the beginning is do anything and everything that you want to do. If you have an idea to do some video and you don't think it's gonna go anywhere, do it anyways. If it's not gonna take up all your time and all your money. This is a platform that rewards experimentation. Now, it stops rewarding experimentation a little bit more and more as you get bigger and bigger because of the algorithm that punches you into a certain niche with whatever that works. And that is a great segue to pursuing whatever works. This channel, for instance, my talk show that I did that was stream of consciousness went absolutely nowhere. It was a big video for me if it got 100 views. What did work, however, was when I did a tour video of my minivan that I converted into a camper van to travel across Canada in. This got thousands and thousands of views pretty quickly. Now, I didn't really know that this was a thing to go and do and I didn't really know the logistics of how to find people and do that kind of stuff and it wasn't something I was seeking out. So I continued to do other things that I wanted to do and put that on YouTube. Reviews, um, vlogs, all this kind of stuff. And for about a year, that minivan tour video was my, my highest viewed video. And one day, it was last year in about March, I thought, you know what? 
these videos do the best. At that time I'd done two other ones, but it was just with my friends that I knew that had a van and I was like, yeah, I can capitalize on this and it's kind of a cool little video and I know that it'll get views and they did okay. Um, but then I thought, you know what? I need to do this. I need, this is the niche that I need to my, work my way into and explode from. This is what works. My whole thought pattern around it was, I, I made a video of my friend Tony who converted his minivan. It was like a little while after that, I noticed after it kind of spiked and petered out and it was getting its kind of normal daily views, I noticed that it got about $10 a month. And my whole thought process to be able to do YouTube full time was, if I do a hundred of these videos and they all make $10 a month, that's a thousand dollars a month. And I know a thousand dollars a month, you might be thinking isn't enough to go full time. And it's not really, I mean, depending on where you live, I guess. But that was my thought process. I had, you know, a thousand dollars a month from doing this is, is, is going to be life changing to some degree. So what I did was actually, I posted an ad on the local classifieds looking for people to do these types of videos with alternative dwelling. And I did three of them within a week and I posted them. I posted them. I started posting them every single week, once a week. And that first video that I made got 60,000 views within two months or three months or something like a very small amount of time. And it became my highest viewed video. It beat that original minivan tour video that only had 40,000 views at that time. And so I knew, okay, this is something I'm just going to, I found something that works and I'm going to double down on it. And I released weekly alternative living documentaries like consistently. I missed a couple of weeks here and there when I couldn't find anybody to do a video with, but I did that until today. And I was able to go full time on YouTube from March, 2017. I quit my job in December 30th by doubling down on what works and actually unlisting and stopping the vlogs that I was doing and the other things that distracted from uh, the channel itself, because people would click these videos, they'd go to my channel, they'd say, oh, okay, he does all this other stuff. I'm not sure what he's doing. So what I did was I actually carved out a niche and then I found out that other people were doing this, you know, Dylan McGaster for one, uh, exploring alternatives as well as they provide a lot of educational videos. They're doing an incredible job at building that audience from those tips that I've said throughout this video, the, the indie projects being another one. And if you look at those three channels, they'll have a hundred thousand plus subscribers because they continue to put out this content that really does well and is super niche down and they don't stray from that very much. They're starting to a little bit, but if you also look at channels that are somebody that lives in a van and they do vlogs, daily vlogs or something like that about them, their experience, and then they also do van tours and bus tours and whatnot, those people will have 10,000 subscribers, not 100,000, they'll have 10,000 plus. And the reason for that is because when you're vlogging, you're creating a lot of content that, that takes up a lot of time of people and not everybody's interested in that. When you release a van tour that's 15, 10 minutes long um, and you're snapshotting this person's life, this person that watches that is getting the full experience that they would have gotten uh, throughout you know, two months of vlogging. Um, it's two different things entirely and, the, and, it's, and it's very safe to argue that the 
the vloggers are actually engaging their audience a lot more and their audience is actually maybe more valuable in a monetary sense. Like, you know, if they start a Patreon, they're gonna get $1,000 a month. Um, if these other channels that, that aren't really connected with their audience because they're only producing one video a week and they're behind the camera the most of the time, you know, they're gonna get $100 on Patreon. And the reason for that is the, the audience is expecting certain things and that relationship, that third one, isn't being built as strongly because they're not feeling as connected to the channel itself. So I'm only actually at 58 videos, van tours and alternative living tours. So I haven't even hit that 100 yet. And I was able to go full time. I've been full time for about six months now. It is a bit of a struggle financially, but it's okay. And I'm, I'm able to take this time now to really build and build and build and build. Uh, for the first four months there, I was editing a van life movie. So I wasn't able to contribute to this channel a lot. Um, which affects your channel quite a bit. There's quite a lot to digest there, but what I'm talking about is being able to go full-time just on AdSense alone, which is creating videos that have a lot of views. So you need to look at your analytics, but you need to not become obsessed with your analytics because that's an easy thing to do and, and a problem that um, I have a little bit. So one thing you do need to look at is watch time for your videos and search results, suggested video results. Because if you're getting search results for a video, that means people are finding it and it's niche enough to, for them to find it. It's rated up high enough. And then if it's getting suggested results, that means that it's connected to these other videos that are, that are promoting it. If you make content that doesn't have a specific message, it doesn't have a value that it's providing, if it doesn't have direction, if it doesn't, isn't entertaining and portrays to something else and it isn't educational and it isn't searchable, then you're not going to go viral. You're not going to get these thousands of views that you're looking for. Um, there are other ways to monetize your channel and I'm going to talk about those in another video because you know I talked about how an audience um, from these vloggers is maybe more engaged than an audience from somebody who just makes documentaries or, or something like that. Um, and that's a whole other aspect of monetizing um, and going full time within a year but I want to keep it kind of simple and congruent in this video and maybe expand on another one. If that's something you'd like to see, post a comment in the comment section below. We've gone through the first point only, which is creating an idea. And once you create that idea, you need to create another one and another one and another one. And then, oh, that one stuck. Okay, let's take that one, see what worked about it and double down on it. So now we're going to get into the marketing aspect of this whole situation. How do you get discovered on YouTube? YouTube is extremely oversaturated at this point and it doesn't really allow the discoverability of really small channels and really small videos. You never see on your homepage a video that has four views, but your video is going to have four views if you just started out on YouTube. And guess what? Those are all going to be you refreshing your page. <laughs> so what do you do? You know, people say, oh, share it on your Facebook, share it on your social. And yes, that is exactly what you need to do. People are already on their computer, they're already on their phones, and they can easily go from social to social. Now, some social medias are better than others for getting people to YouTube. Instagram, people are in that app. It's a mobile only app. And when they swipe out, um, 
they're probably still wanting to go back to Instagram. So your audience retention is going to be pretty low from Instagram. So that's one thing to think of. Instagram itself is extremely valuable as a marketing tool and as a um, kind of brand awareness and, and, but that's integrated into the app itself to get people off that app. Uh, it's a little bit difficult. Twitter, very good in my opinion. If you start a Twitter around your channel, um, do some kind of look up some marketing tips on how to gain a Twitter audience, um, be engaging on there, and then promote your YouTube channel. And the reason I say that over Facebook is Facebook's algorithm really doesn't like it when you take people off their site. And so what they do is they'll actually, if you post an external link onto Facebook from any website, not just YouTube, uh, Facebook isn't going to naturally promote that as much to the people that either follow your page or are friends with you. Um, so if you're on Facebook, one tip and one trick that I did was I actually made specific videos cut from my YouTube videos, put links in the video itself or like something they could search. So I put search for Stevens on YouTube to see the full video and it was only a one minute long video. This is something I would put on Instagram Twitter and Facebook. These are all useful things so that it's ingrained into their algorithm. So you're not taking people off the site, but those people that watch it now are interested and know how to find the full video. And specifically the reason for that and the reason not to just put the link in the description of these things is because Facebook's algorithm is very smart. They know that your link is in there. Um, one thing you can do is you can actually post the link in the comment section below and you could just have in your video uh, to see the full video, click the link in the comments, not in the description because Facebook knows that you're posting something and you're still trying to drive people there. So you're kind of trying to sneak around their algorithm a little bit. That's going to change because algorithms always change, but that's up to date currently. Just want to say one final thing about Facebook. Um, if you do find a niche that works for you or you're exploring a niche that you're trying to break out in on YouTube, one thing that Facebook is great for is Facebook groups. You can join these groups absolutely free and you get access to thousands of people's Facebook feeds where you are able to promote your either YouTube videos, which won't work very good because it's an external link, or your small Facebook videos that autoplay have a way for them to be able to find your YouTube channel or your YouTube video that extends upon that Facebook video. Um, and you can actually just share that from your page. So people then click backwards and they like your page on Facebook. They see all your other content. They see your external links, your website, whatever you're trying to market and make a living from. Um, so that's one way. So this is something that I did for van life. There's hundreds of van life groups with thousands of people in them. I join them. I become parts of the community. I comment back when it comes up on my Facebook page and I share my content on there. And those people reciprocate by viewing, by subscribing and uh, by liking my Facebook page. Now the holy grail of social media, in my opinion, um, for getting any sort of traction as a small YouTuber is Reddit. Now Reddit is an interesting one and one that I actually need to learn a little bit more about, but I credit a lot of where I am right now because of what I've done on Reddit. I have a few different accounts um, and I know there's an algorithm that makes it so that you, when you start liking each other's pages and, or, or posts on Reddit, that it counts for a little bit less because those, those uh, accounts become connected. And that's something that uh, Nerd City did a great job explaining. So I'm not gonna explain that right now but I will talk about my tactic regardless of that. Uh, so what I've done 
is Reddit really accepts external links. And the reason for that is because they're sort of like a gateway to the internet. I think that's actually their slogan. Um, but what that means is everything on Reddit is external. So when you post a YouTube video, it's not getting hacked down by their algorithm. Their entire algorithm is actually based upon their community. If, if they upvote it, then it goes up in the pages and the subreddits. And uh, if they downvote it, it disappears quicker. So you find, and, and there's so many subreddits for every single type of community, every niche little community. Um, Van life is a really good one, obviously. Uh, tiny house and um, alternative dwellings, off-grid, homesteading, but that's just relevant to me. You need to find the subreddits that are relevant to you and what your idea is that you're trying to promote. Now, Reddit really doesn't like spam, so it's, it's a little bit hard to work around that. Um, one of their algorithms that they have in place is actually uh, you can only post one thing and then you have to wait nine minutes. So you find all these different subreddits and you're while you're doing other things on your computer, every 10 minutes or so, you could set a timer or you could just look back and think about it, you post another one. And you talk about how relevant it is, your content to the community itself uh, to get around being spammy. Now, if anybody goes back to your account, they might be able to see that you know, you've posted the same content in 10 accounts and they're going to attack you about that. Now Reddit, they do like to be a little bit feisty, so um, just be wary of that. But the whole idea of it being spam is ridiculous as long as it's appropriate and relative to the community because that's all Reddit is, is external links and conversations within. So uh, the more content that you put on Reddit that's relevant, the, the better those communities can become. So that's one way to think about it. Uh, I will talk a little bit more about Reddit for training to pictures because I think that's a very untapped market for um, becoming discovered. Another thing that I want to do is talk about how to get 4,000 watch hours um, because that's something that you have to really look for um, getting into YouTube because for that monetization you have to get that 4,000 watch hours and that thousand subscribers. I'm going to make a specific video about that. Another thing that I want to talk on is how to become monetized right off the bat. Um, so regardless of AdSense, uh, but I'm not going to talk about any of that now. That's going to be for future episodes. So if you guys are interested in hearing those future episodes, make sure to share this video, like it, subscribe to this channel and comment that you want to see that. Because if I don't see any interest in this, um, this isn't something I'm going to continue to do because the audience isn't there. They're not interested in it. They're getting their information from Tim Schmoyer. So that's where I leave you guys today. Thanks for watching everybody. Uh, weekly documentaries on Sundays, uh, podcasts on Thursdays, and um, vlogs and reviews thrown in there every once in a while. I'll be hitchhiking to Alaska August 5th with a group of homies, and we will be making a documentary, a travel series, and YouTube videos. And the reason for that is because I either need to make more content uh, here on YouTube or I need to get a job. So you guys decide. <laughs> yeah, and if you guys want to find more information on that hitchhiking trip, there will be a link in the description for the Indiegogo campaign that I'm doing to fund it. Um, not fund the trip itself, but fund some equipment that needs to be purchased for the documentary making. Um, the trip itself is going to cost like a few hundred bucks. Hitchhiking is dirt cheap. Anyway, um, thank you all for watching and listening. My name is Forrest Stevens. I hope that provided some value to you. There was a lot to digest in there and I think 
it's only scratching the surface of what I could talk about actually. So, there, you know, some people are gonna get nothing from this, but hopefully you get something from this. Anyway, see you guys later.